two, one. Good morning, and welcome to episode 24 of the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast. Today is Monday, May 4th. It's looking like a beautiful day outside. I have to admit, it was a good weekend to uh, get out and play some golf this weekend. Jeff, how was your weekend? It was fantastic. Um, well, I got to take Saturday off. We already had plans. Uh, my daughter turns five next week. Congratulations. So the, uh, the wife already had some plans, but those plans fell through. So we ended up spending Saturday at the pool and outside and just hanging out. And uh, yesterday I was here all day. It was, it was great to see everybody around the golf facility. And uh, we had two hole-in-ones this week already. We've only been open for five days. And uh, Michael Greenberg had a hole-in-one and Lynn Hornstein had a hole-in-one, both on hole number seven. So Stop congratulations. Stop the clock. Two holes-in-one in the same week? Yep. And wow. it usually goes in threes, so one more soon. Yeah. Sure, it won't be me. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Len Hornstein. I did know about that one. When did Michael's occur? The first day, Wednesday, opening day. Oh, uh, okay, because we, you know, we didn't hear much about that one. Okay, but congratulations to Michael Greenberg. I think he's got a bunch. He's got six. Six. Six holes in one. I have zero. Jeannie Franco, how many holes in one do you have? Uh, I have none, but my husband has two. So maybe, you know, because of the house, like I'll, I'll, I'll claim one. <laughs> Osmosis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could have done house averaging though, Jeannie. And whereas, you know, you've had zero, he's had two. So the house right. is averaging one. Exactly. So, so what'd you do this weekend, Jean? Uh, I golfed on Sunday morning, which was wonderful. First golf round in like two months. And uh, it felt great. It felt great to be out there. It was actually, you know, I think it's actually a little cooler than it normally would be this time of year. It just, it felt so beautiful. It was just wonderful to be there and uh, happy to be back out. It did. Something interesting, though, a lot of people, when I saw them on Saturday and Sunday, you know, were complaining that their muscles were hurting a little bit, that, hmm. you know, even though, you know, they maybe have been doing some exercise and doing some walking, they're not using the same muscles that they would normally use when they were playing golf and people were like complaining. Gina, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those. I mean, you know, despite my, my elliptical Nordic track and, and all of my home gym stuff, I, I was a hurting buckaroo after the round on Sunday. So got to get those golf muscles back. Jeff, you know, twisting and turning. <laughs> what? It's my twisting and turning. Twisting and turning. I know. I mean, I, I even got one of those like, Ban exercise bands with a handle and i'm trying to do like the oblique turns but it wasn't quite like hitting a golf ball no <laughs> Jeff, how, how do you think the weekend went in terms of uh you know this is when all the groups come out and play and uh, usually saturday and sundays I, I believe yes they are our two largest days of play how did it go well friday included um right. the the pecking order goes saturday the busiest friday the second uh sunday the third so Outstanding, uh, very proud of my staff, keeping everybody organized, getting everybody out on time. Uh, I've been doing the tee sheet, you know, it's mm -hmm. complicated, but we're doing it. And uh, we have a uh, point system, as we explained on previous podcasts that we're performing. And you know, it's the first five days. So right now everyone's still good with their tee times. Uh, what I see already is I already see a little bit of a drop off in play because now the first five days, people have played three or three or four days in the first five days. So now they're going back to their normal games. So now we're open prior to this, we've been eight to five every 12 minutes, all five days. Now right. today we start slowing down around three. 
So Friday and Saturdays will still be busy, eight to five. Um, you know, with only 45 tee times allowed, I'm limited. Uh, but we're, we're, uh, we're doing great. Pace of play has been better, obviously, because you have such a big gap in between yes. groups. And, um, you know, what we're doing today is the ranger will start handing out cold towels and he'll be using tongs to hand them to you. And um, so that you can take the cold towel for yourself and then you'll dispose of that in the cold towel bin at the end of your round. Uh, weather update, it's going to reach 90 this week for the five days. So wow. cold towels are coming out. Jeff, I was at the staging area and I noticed uh, you had put some tables outside and it looked like you're starting to do something. Um, tell us what's going on with, uh, with that. Well, you guys can't come in the golf shop right now. So I'm going to bring the golf shop to you. And what we've nice. done is we have created an outdoor golf shop underneath the canopy. Um, lots of apparel. It looks fantastic. It's opened uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., seven days a week. We have a ladies' sale table for 75% off, a men's sale table, 75% off. Then we have numerous other tables and displays. Uh, that is uh, one item for 30% off and two items or more for 40 we have done bundling, so you can get a hat and a T-shirt for $29.99. We have shoes on huge discounts. We have shoes that are $150 shoes for $60. Wow. Uh, we have golf balls, buy three dozen, get one free. And But what we're doing is uh, we're still keeping all this social distancing and sanitation in mind. In order to shop, you must have a face mask and you must put on new gloves, which I have someone staffing it the entire time there's only two people allowed at a time inside the outdoor golf shop and uh once one person exits one other person can go in now we're not allowing any trying on so as far as returns go you go home and it doesn't fit you can return all the research that i've done shows that one to two days uh covid19 will last on close so what we've done is we've designated a spot in the back room for three days so the apparel will stay in the back room for three days then all apparel will get steamed before it gets put back on the floor of the outdoor golf shop um, really think this is going to be a great concept it's going to help people uh, spend some of their credit book money there's a lot of great great deals you can get right now and um, you know think it'll help that shopping ease that some people might want to might want to go for right now with everything being restricted. You know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how many people, um, you know, take advantage of, you know, your outside golf shop. Um, I was looking at a survey this morning that I got from a company called uh, Morning Consult. They've been doing these daily surveys about 2000 Americans and they put out a uh, kind of a survey about, um, you know, now that we're kind of trying to get back to, some of the states are trying to get back to some semblance of normal, you know, what people feel comfortable about doing and what they don't feel comfortable about doing. And uh, it's, it's a really interesting survey. In fact, I'm going to try to actually post it on the Facebook survey because the interesting thing is they did it along the lines of uh, your political affiliation. So it's like Republicans more likely than Democrats to express comfort in doing a wider range of activities right now. Gene, let me ask you from your perspective. Um, I know right now we're still in that kind of lockdown, you know, uh, phase. Um, 
you know, what are some things that you might be comfortable doing once the, uh, you know, once this, this ban or once we start to get back into life as normal, although normals in quotes. Yeah. Well, you know, so in, in conversations with friends and everything, one of the things we're all talking about is are any of us going to be comfortable going to restaurants, even if they're distanced and, um, nobody's saying they are. <laughs> and actually, even a lot of folks are saying people that don't live in Stonebridge and don't have the ability to do our Stonebridge takeout um, are even saying they're not even getting takeout from restaurants. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's that concerning to people. I think it's going to be a long time before people feel comfortable going out to eat. And so, you know, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm not into that. Um, I, uh, I also think that um, I'm not that interested in going back to my gym right now. I mean, that's a place where people are sharing sweat, right? I mean, we did that before and I, I can't see imagining that happening. And, you know, it's interesting you say people are comfortable or not and the Republicans and Democrats. I mean, it's also the, you know, the parts of the country. I mean, you know, where people don't feel like this is, you know, an urgent need. I mean, I've seen on TV, you know, they're going to have gyms where, you know, every other weight rack, you know, is going to be, is going to be blocked off or whatever. But I, what am I going to do? Like follow people around with a squeegee? I mean, I, I don't know how that's going to work. They're going to, they're so, going to have to have a lot more staff. That's yes, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not terribly comfortable doing much of anything. And I'll tell you what, Neil, I'm with Warren Buffett. Um, I'm not going to be feeling real comfortable getting on an airplane anytime soon. Yeah. Warren Buffett sold all of his airplane stock yesterday, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the questions they asked is, um, you know, how likely would you be to go to a work conference? And um, only mm -hmm. about 12% of the adult population said that they would be comfortable. Um, again, interestingly enough, it's divided across political lines where 18% of Republicans said that they would be comfortable, but only 7% of Democrats. So, you know, clearly, you know, we're, you know, this uh, divide um, just exists almost across every aspect of society. Jeff, today Israel um, is allowing um, first through third graders to go back to school. They've got a plan and a program in place. Um, only about 70 to 75% of parents said that they will be comfortable sending their child to school. Um, you know, would you be comfortable sending Ari to school anytime soon? The only reason I would is because my wife is in charge of the school. Right. So mm -hmm. I know that she would make sure that everything's done. I can't imagine what they're doing. Um, are they following the 25% rule in the classrooms like the restaurants are going to have to? So then now you have smaller teacher to kid ratio. Are they teaching more outdoor classes? I don't know what the weather's like over there. Um, I personally would not unless I, unless my wife was running the school, which she does. So no, I, I my answer would be no most of the time. Yeah, this is a time of year when it's pretty warm um, in Israel, but uh, probably very similar temperature-wise to uh, down here in Florida. But, you know, as um, the – I'm sorry, Gage. I just have one thing, Neil, that to uh, counter your, your comment about uh, uh, gatherings, you know, going along Democratic and Republican lines. I heard something interesting this morning that the head of the Democratic National Committee – it actually says that he expects that the, the Democratic Convention in August will be face-to-face -face in Milwaukee. That's, that's surprising. I'm, I'm quite surprised by that. I am too. Hey, Jeff, you know, let me ask you, and, and obviously I don't want to put you into an uncomfortable position, but um, 
have those of you in leadership positions here at the club um, discussed some of the possible scenarios about how the club would reopen once um, you know we're given the all clear or the okay? I don't know if it's ever going to be all clear, but or is that still kind of uh, not been a discussion yet? Well, we're as far as I can speak about golf. Uh, golf, we have, we do have uh, phase two ready just waiting to maybe get it open here mm -hmm. um, hopefully soon with uh, maybe some relaxed rules as far as the practicing goes and the putting green goes and different things like that, that I'll be putting signage around that will limit certain people at the putting green, certain amount of people at the short game area, certain amount of people in the driving range. So we're, we're, I, now that I have a nice taste and um, – but that I saw for five days straight, a sample size was the word I was looking for of mm -hmm. how busy we are going to be and how busy the range is and the putting green and short game area. Now that I have a good sample of it, I can kind of determine when we can start practicing if it's after 12 or after one, if people want to just practice. So we're talking about that today. So I can't exactly confirm all these relaxed rules sure. but uh, there will be a letter sent out either today or tomorrow i believe to the membership in reference to this Jeff, that's good news inquiring minds wanted to know about the practice range i, I was hearing that quite a bit and yeah i myself would yeah, benefit from that talking about your husband good. right we're looking at uh, yeah, yeah i know yes. what we're looking at is is making it um just like tea times so oh. for instance um you'd get a half hour so yeah. I'd have four people that could sign up two days in advance and you get eight to eight 30 and then mm. there'd be a 15 minute buffer and then there'd be eight 45 to nine 15 and then there'd be a 15 minute buffer. And that would work all the way till four o'clock, five o'clock or six o'clock, depending on when we got to shut the range down. Mm -hmm. So you want to go practice today. You can call and go, uh, oh, it's two to two 30 available. Sorry. We already have four people, but you can get two forty-five to three fifteen. Okay. Great idea. And then Great what idea. we'll be doing Great with idea. five minutes left, the staff will say uh, two to two thirty practice closed in five minutes so that everyone gets a heads up that they only have five minutes left. And that's how that's the idea. Uh, we're just going to see if we can possibly put that into fruition over the next couple of days. You know, Jeff, I, for one, as a, a fairly avid golfer, I want to say that I really appreciate, you know, the way you are proactively you know, trying to tackle all of these uh, challenges and objectives right now. I mean, I think that, you know, right now is a good time to be proactive, a good time to think out of the box. You are very good at that. Um, so I, I just want to, you know, say thank you. And I know Gene has something too. And, and, and Jeff, I, I, uh, I echo that. And I also have a shout out to Bob Jackson to thank him because, um, you know, we, we came back so quickly and, you know, even though he had, he'd been doing his work on the course and, you know, the, the back nine's a little, got a little bit tighter lives than the front nine, but we were all saying on Sunday morning, thank goodness that we were allowed to be back. So shout out to Bob Jackson, his team. Yeah, him, him and his staff have done a remarkable job getting everything ready. You know, we find out uh, Monday at four o'clock that we can open on Wednesday. So mm -hmm. on Tuesday we come mm -hmm. in and here we go, rocking and rolling. And yep. uh, now five days into it, everything's good. Yes, the back nine is a week behind. In another week or so, um, it'll catch up. Yep. But uh, we got a golf course to play. Yes. And uh, hopefully the practice area rules will get relaxed a little bit. And uh, now in another 45 minutes, you'll have a golf shop to go into. <laughs> so uh, we're trying to create some normalcy. 
with in mind the social distancing, sanitation um, is first and foremost and safety of our membership. I was kind of noticing in our group on Saturday in particular, how many people were, you know, after they were in a bunker, you know, did they try to smooth it over with their, uh, with their shoes and all that. And you know mm -hmm. what, for the most part, people did do it. Um, there were a couple instances where they didn't, but for the most part, you know, people were really considerate. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's a good sign for also. Yeah, Jean. I have a question. I have a question about that. Jeff, we, um, and probably a lot of people do. We have our own rake. I mean, could we bring our own rake and try to rake the bunkers? Or like, what's, sure. The, what's the rule there? Sure. We're yeah. playing preferred lies anyway. But uh -huh. if you want to put your own rake on your cart, a couple members have. That's fine. Okay. Great. You know what? I think I'll do that too. I have my own rake from the days when we used to carry the rakes on our golf cart. So I'll, yeah. uh, yep. Yep. I think I'll put mine back too. Okay. A couple of things here. Um, over the weekend, I got a lot of really good feedback about Ken Nemery. Um, on Friday, providing, um, you know, a financial and economic perspective. So uh, we're going to, um, as long as we're going to continue doing the Sounds of Stonebridge, we are going to uh, kind of create Financial Friday. And uh, we're going to have Ken back every Friday. Um, so I would encourage you to send in some questions. So if you have some things specifically, everything will be 100% anonymous. Um, if you want to, send them into the Sounds of Stonebridge or sounds of Stonebridge at gmail.com, all one word, of course. And we'll be sure to uh, ask those questions um, on Financial Fridays with Ken Nemery. But again, fully anonymous, no one's name will uh, get mentioned, I promise you. Also on Thursday, as some of you remember, uh, last week we had uh, Eric from Shanghai, a friend of Len Hornstein's on. And uh, we're going to have Len on again on Thursday. And so, again, I would encourage you, if you have any specific questions about what's going on in China um, right now, I know there's a lot of controversy with respect to, you know, did China cover up? Did they tell people, you know, what? So, you know, while I don't suspect Eric's going to say anything that's going to be against the government, I think we both, we all know why, um, you know, Eric will be there to answer some questions. And again, if you've got a question in advance you'd like to pose to Eric, soundsofstonebridge at gmail.com. Again, soundsofstonebridge at gmail.com. Also Wednesday, um, we've got another special guest. Uh, Gene introduced me yesterday to, Gene, what, explain who we're gonna have on Wednesday. So we have uh, an old friend of mine, Bryn Harlock. She is a, um, an addiction counseling uh, counselor in Pennsylvania, and she works with frontline healthcare workers, including nurses and other uh, frontline workers. And she's gonna talk about what's on their minds these days and how they're doing with the pandemic. I, I spoke to her yesterday along with you. Yes, it will be interesting because they're in a lot of ways, you know, feeling a lot, you know, they're having a lot of PTSD and they're having a lot of post kind of traumatic situations after dealing with, um, you know, the onslaught. So we've got some great shows lined up for the week. Uh, I want to thank, of course, my co-hosts, both Gene and Jeff Hall, and of course, Donnie, who's not here today. Um, don't forget about Stonebridge to go, 561-886-6708. Um, don't forget also to listen to us on the Stonebridge Facebook forum. We will be here until we are allowed back in the clubhouse. So that's kind of what I have set as the goal. You better uh, get some more guests. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're going to have to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hey. You got a little I, bit of time ahead of you. You know what? <laughs> then I'll put that out there too. 
look, we've had a lot of great guests on, a lot of great people from here um, inside of Stonebridge. There are a lot of interesting stories here. Um, if you've got a story to tell, if you want to talk a little bit about maybe your past life, if you've got a situation that you were been in during the COVID-19 or coronavirus crisis, if you witnessed a random act of kindness, you know, during this, uh, you know, something like that, you know what? Let me know. Send me an email. Um, again, soundsofstonebridge at gmail.com. Say something to Gene or myself or Jeff Hall as we're walking around. You know, if you see us, we'd love to have you on. Um, it's a great way for us to, to get to, uh, you know, a deeper level of understanding and a deeper level of, you know, relationship. Um, so I will, um, I am, uh, Jeff just sent me one by a text. So that's, uh, I like that fast response, Jeff. <laughs> So I want to thank everybody. Thanks again, Jeannie and Jeff, and have a great day, everyone. Have a good day. Bye.